بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين نوايس وكوايتنا كوش بنت لايف يا الله two seconds ago and I was losing my mind والله العظيم this friend of mine الحمد لله working with him الله أكبر الله grant us صبر آمين I mean, I'm giving you practice for Tazkia when she grows up a little bit more, man. So you must learn how to deal with childish behavior. Bro, wallahi, it's easier to work with Tazkia. Ya Rab, is this how you guys want to start out tonight? Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to all the listeners out there. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to everyone online and to my guests in studio. Um... Yeah, Alhamdulillah, it is great to be with you this evening. That is uh, Hafid Ahmed. And the soul of Mullah Zakaria in the chain next to him. None of yeah. us can see him at this point in As time. As usual, Mullah Zakaria is... he will manifest himself. Mullah Zakaria is... Late. late. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> no, man, it's just dramatic, that's all, man. Yeah, It's classic, that's all, man, it's okay. But on the other note, Alhamdulillah, you guys that have been, uh, you know, um, supporting... Uh, Isnad Academy. Check out what our studio looks like tonight. Man, Alhamdulillah. I yeah, what do you think? Let us know. Oh, for those who sponsor, uh, you know, who sort of contributed, trust me when I say that your money is well spent. It is very well spent. This is an investment in Dean, and you can see that as soon as we get it in, we get it out as well. Alhamdulillah. Wow. I want to turn the camera to the roof, man, to show them how dramatic it looks <laughs> with your blue lighting and the trimming and everything, but okay. Yeah, salam. Allah so accept. May Allah accept. Ameen. 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 The Ameen. only reason we're going, we're doing this is because Dean deserves the best, man. And if this is the means that we need to uh, undertake in our day and age, then we take the means. Bismillah. I was telling um, someone else the other day that, uh, you know, our scholars write uh, books on you know, just talking and the etiquette and the, yeah. and the ways and, and being more effective and how to reach your crowd and how to connect to them and all of those type of things. Um, and now in our day and age, the medium of da'wah is adjusting and changing and, and reshaping altogether, man. Yeah. So we as a ummah need to reshape along with that, man. So subhanAllah, I came in tonight, I don't know what Mullah Irshad is busy with. He's padding against the roof. Like, I don't know what this is for, it's but... Definitely uh, not to keep the malaika out. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, mashallah. It sounds quiet though. I can hear the difference. Okay. People were saying that uh, Ahmed's mic is soft. How's it now? Talk, talk it's good, good, alhamdulillah. No, no, not you. <coughs> Me? No, man. I mean the people. You can talk so the people can oh, say. so the people can say. Yeah. It, it sounds a bit louder here by me. I told you my mic was soft when we started, but you know, you guys don't listen to me. I'm the youngest here. Like, you know what to... I don't know. It's okay, man. Bismillah. There's a very, there's a very important reason why we don't listen to you. <laughs> I don't blame you guys. Yeah, so I don't blame you guys. Alhamdulillah. I don't blame us either. Khair, <laughs> inshallah. I think that's much better. Mahir still can't hear you. Mahir, did your comment come in late or still the same? Okay, that's interesting. I'm very loud in my ears right now, like too loud. Like um. I don't know if you want me to hear the nonsense I talk. That's why you're making it so loud, Mullah Irshad. I don't know. But it's quite loud. Alhamdulillah. It seems <coughs> extremely... In fact, it looks like you're louder than, than, than we are. Um, you can just check the comments, inshallah. But your subhanallah, how fast is Ramadan going, man? Oh, guys. How fast is Ramadan going? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. 
Okay. Now we'll grant us barakah in our time. Amen, amen. Okay, just hang on. Uh, we need to fix this, inshallah. Okay. Plug, plug out and plug in the uh, brother Ahmed. While they're busy fiddling around with the mics and my mic is working, I'll start speaking here, inshallah. Maybe. Tonight, inshallah, we hope to cover the 17th, 18th, and 19th ajaza. Um, subhanallah, again, it's once again very, very beautiful. Testing, very, very testing, testing. Sorry, Mulana, for interrupting me. Sorry, Mulana, Salim. Testing the sound here. Yeah? Don't know if everybody can hear me again. Uh, Abdullah Sunday says it could be. Oh wait, I think I, I think I know what it was. Abdullah Sunday and the tech support no, no, team, no, no. mashallah. I think I know what it was, um, but now let us know. Let us know now. Bismillah. Abdullah, Bismillah. you're supposed to be uh, my my techie on the other side, so let us know quickly. <laughs> Ahmed, keep talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. Alhamdulillah, I had uh, you know uh, the privilege of uh, listening to Mulana Salim's melodious voice the other night. Subhanallah. And tonight we get to hear him recite those same verses, I think, inshallah ta'ala. So, um, bismillah. Okay. So, bismillah, uh, yes, bismillah. from the 17th Jews, we start off with uh, Surah Al-Anbiya, uh, the prophets. And uh, very aptly so, the story deals with a number of the stories of the Anbiya, subhanallah, uh, verses where they themselves uh, implore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy and his assistance. Um, to bring them out of the difficulties and challenges that Allah Ta'ala placed before them uh, Showing us how uh, they absolutely relied on Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and nothing else uh, To save them from whatever difficulty it was Great lesson for us therein uh, Surah Al-Hajj Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala speaks again very appropriately about the Hajj the, That journey, that spiritual journey that each of us uh, wishes to take to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala uh, the idea of Nabi Ibrahim being instructed to call and invite to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, Further on, Allah uh, the next surah would be Suratul Anbiya Hajj Then we have Suratul Mu'minun, the believers uh, Where Allah ta'ala gives very very impactful verses on exactly who the believers are uh, And the qualities that they possess, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of them at the end of Surah Al-Mu'minun, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala paints us a very, very vivid picture of the situation on the day of Qiyamah and the appearance that there will be on the faces of the successful ones as well as the appearance on the faces of the wretched losers. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from them. Allah reminds us at the end of Surah Al-Mu'minun about the purpose of our creation and why He placed us on this dunya uh, and the fact that it wasn't just for play. You know, Allah didn't just create us. Like without any purpose, man, Allah gave us each a, a very important purpose in this life, subhanallah. Uh, the next one is Surah An-Nur, uh, wherein there are a number of verses of fiqh regarding uh, human relation and interaction and how we should deal with one another. Um, the idea of uh, keeping up certain barriers, certain uh, privacies that should be kept over there. Uh. Just testing my mic also. So I didn't want to interrupt you off topic. <laughs> and then Surah Al-Furqan, the criterion, the, yeah, the criterion, uh, of course we know the main thing, or one criterion as we have it is the Quran, that thing that will show us uh, the difference, what is between right and wrong, and the thing that we can use to differentiate between what is uh, correct and what is incorrect. 
Thereafter we have Surah Al-Shu'ara, the poets. Um, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this surah as well gives and mentions a number of the stories of the Anbiya, their challenges, a verse that is repeated therein, in ajriya illa ala Allah or in ajriya illa ala Rabbil Alameen, a statement made by all of the prophets where they said that my reward and I hope that my reward is not from you, that it comes only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I do what I do not for your sake or for any gain, but I do it for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at the end of the 19th Jews, we have Surah An-Naml, the chapter of the ant. Um, there are a number of surahs actually that take on the names of uh, certain creation animals specifically. Surah An-Naml references a very beautiful incident between the uh, an ant or the colony of ants and Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam, whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed with the ability to speak and to converse with uh, so many different types of creation subhanallah um, and the fact that you know all these anbiya they they, they carried out that duty of these uh, regarding the conveying the message of tawhid subhanallah um, yeah once again wallahi I, I wish and I know my brothers I speak on behalf of them as well that uh, we wish and we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses every single muslim every single person Ameen. to be able to read the quran with some understanding muslim and non-muslim because it will just blow your mind. It will open up your mind. It will change your perspective. It will change your life, subhanAllah. subhanallah. Uh, it is then just for us to present ourselves for it, for <laughs> us to make ourselves vulnerable for the Quran and to allow the Quran to penetrate the depths of our hearts. Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Amin. Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Uh, sorry about that. Let's, uh, let's go into recitation, inshallah. Bismillah. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اقترب للناس حسابهم وهم في غفلة معرضون ما يأتيهم من ذكر من ربهم محدث إلا استمعوه وهم يلعبون لاهية قلوبهم وأسر النجوى الذين ظلموا هل هذا إلا بشر مثلكم أَفَتَأْتُونَ السِّحْرَ وَأَنْتُمْ تُبْصِرُونَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَذَنُّونِ إِذْ ذَهَبَ مُغَاضِبًا فَظَنَّ أَلَّنَّ قَدِرَ عَلَيْهِ فنادى في الظلمات أن لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين فنادى في الظلمات أن لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت 
كُنْتُ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ وَنَجَّيْنَاهُ مِنَ الْغَمِّ وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِي الْمُؤْمِنِينَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ يا ايها الناس اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم ان زلزله الساعه شيء عظيم يوم ترونها تذهل كل مرضعة عما أرضعت وتضع كل ذات حمل حملها وترى الناس سكارى وما هم بسكارى ولكن عذاب الله شديد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وإذ بوأنا لإبراهيم مكان البيت ألا تشرك بي شيئا وطهر بيتي وطهر بيتي للطائفين والقائمين والركع السجود وأذن في الناس بالحج وأذن في الناس بالحج يأتوك رجالا وعلى كل ضامر يأتين من كل فج عميق ليشهدوا منافع لهم ويذكروا اسم الله في أيام معلومات على ما رزقهم من بهيمة الأنعام فكلوا منها وأطعموا البائس الفقير ثم ليقضوا تفثهم وليوفوا نذورهم وليطعموا طوفوا بالبيت العتيق أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الذين هم 
من خشية ربهم مشفقون والذين هم بآيات ربهم يؤمنون والذين هم بربهم لا يشركون والذين يؤتون ما آتوا وقلوبهم وجلة أنهم إلى ربهم راجعون أولئك يسارعون في الخيرات وهم لها سابقون أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أفحسبتم أنما خلقناكم عبثا وأنكم إلينا لا ترجعون فتعالى الله الملك الحق لا إله إلا هو رب العرش الكريم ومن يدع مع الله إلها آخر لا برهان له به فإنما حسابه عند ربه إنه لا يفلح الكافرون وقل رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم في بيوت أذن الله أن ترفع ويذكر فيها اسمه يسبح له فيها بالغدو والآصال رجال رجال لا تلهيهم تجارة ولا بيع عن ذكر الله لا تلهيهم تجارة ولا بيع عن ذكر الله وإقام الصلاة وإيتاء الزكاة يخافون يوما يخافون يوما تتقلب فيه القلوب والأبصار ليجزيهم الله أحسن ما عملوا ويزيدهم من فضله والله يرزق من يشاء بغير حساب صدق الله العظيم الله سبحان الله ما شاء الله عجيب الحمد لله الله ينكريسيو آمين آمين ولا بس آمين يا سلام Actually 
I felt like stopping you and then telling you, wait, let me translate, wait, let me translate. Can we do that? Can we can we maybe go back and just Wallahi translate some of it? I was sitting now and thinking, how, how, how do we... Go back to recollect which verses I did not before. Yeah, yeah, as if you can't do that. <laughs> you know, I was sitting and thinking, subhanAllah, how do we say anything after, after the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? <laughs> Inshallah, one day when all the listeners have gone through the Arabic program and studied, um, then we don't have to talk. Then we can just. <laughs> so, see, <laughs> you just batch us. Okay, batch us. Then Ahmed can. Of those takis? Yeah, yeah. Or whichever. I mean, we they were all the beautiful. Iqtaraba. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. You can both translate. Iqtaraba lil-nasi hisabuhum. The account of humankind is drawing close and close. The day of Qiyamah is coming. And everybody's just going about heedless and unmindful. No new reminder comes to them from their Lord. Except they listen to it. But they still play around. Their hearts are unmindful. And... Asarun Najwa keep secret. Those who do wrong, they keep secret talks, they keep private counsel, they, they chat and chitter about look, uh is not gonna come. This is this Muhammad, he's nothing but a man like you. Are you going to this magic, this Quran magic, you know, while you can see? That was the first section. Okay, Bismillah. Um, there was another part or in the eighteenth Jews regarding like uh, uh, the same sort of idea of Qiyamah, going back and returning to Allah, uh, purpose of creation. Subhanallah, this actually stood out for me. I remember when Abdul Hafiz Maki, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, he uh, used to love commenting on this. Um, do you think? That we Allah, that we created you for nothing. Do you think that you're not going to come back to us? Do you think that you're just going to like be born and then die and then that's it? You see everything works in a cycle, but you don't recognize that you are also part of a cycle and that you are also going to come to an end and then you will be standing before Allah. Most high is Allah. Most high. Al-Malik, the King, Al-Haq, the ultimate truth. لا إله إلا هو رب العرش الكريم. He is no deity but he. He is the Lord of the magnificent throne. ومن يدعو مع الله إلها آخر لا برهان له به. Who is calling gods besides Allah? They have no evidence to do this. فإنما حسابه عند ربه. That person's recompense, that person's reckoning, is by Allah. إنه لا يفلح الكافرون. Indeed, Allah will not allow the disbeliever to be successful. وَقُلْ رَبِّ غْفِرْ وَرْحَمْ And say, O oh my Lord, forgive, have mercy. وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ الرَّاحِمِينَ And you are the best of those who show mercy. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إِنَّ الَّذِينَ هُمْ مِنْ خَشْيَةِ رَبِّهِمْ مُشْفِقُونَ Indeed, those who they fear, they stand and they tremble out of the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who believe in the verses and the signs of God. And those who they don't ascribe any partners unto Him. 
and those who they give of what they received وقلوبهم وجلة and their hearts tremble أنهم إلى ربهم راجعون because they know that they are returning to Allah that they are on their way back to God أولئك يسارعون في الخيرات those ones they hasten towards the good they rush to it they are outstripping one another to get to it Allah make us of them Amen Ya Rabbi it's like if you know men That, that you're going back to Allah right now you're on your way back to Allah you know that for a fact then what on earth is keeping you from hastening towards good we salam and the word they raji on it's like yeah, you, yeah. Are, you are currently it's returning yeah. it's not you can return yeah yeah And, and currently are even, even when we say inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un people often translate this as indeed from Allah do we come and unto him is our return but it's not a very accurate translation if you think about it it is Indeed, we belong to Allah and we are returning to Him. Naam. We're busy going back to Him. Naam. You know, in biology, we learn that every single moment we are losing cells, right? Our bodies lose cells. Like the skin you have in your body now is not the same skin you had in your body a couple of months ago. It's completely different. Because each moment you're dying, the only difference is each moment Allah is recreating you. Subhanallah. And the moment Allah stops recreating you is when He creates death in you. Ya Rabbi. Allah didn't just create you once upon a time and now you're there and you're carrying on. No, no, no. He's creating you currently and you are dying currently and you are going to Allah currently. Kullu nafsin dha'iqatul maut. For those who know Arabic, ismul fa'il. Every soul is tasting death. No. So dha'iq, raji'ah. We're currently in that state of tasting and returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now this is what I meant, you know, earlier on in the in the month when I spoke about the, in the podcast that look here, The Qur'an changes your perspective, man. Subhanallah. Everyone has the perspective. I think it's safe to say, there's a mosquito flying around, try to catch it. Um, it's safe to say that everyone has this impression, look, are we going to die, man? But it's always like in the future tense. No. We're going to die. We're going to go back to Allah. We're going to face Qiyamah. We're going, we're going. Allah changes that perspective. You're on your way already. Ya Rabbi. Yes, you know, and I was thinking, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, begins the surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins the surah and Muna Salim recited that verses and it just it just like it wreck your soul <laughs> Allah starts yeah. says iqtaraba and Allah starts with that and look at the beauty of Arabic <clears throat> iqtaraba is drawing close mm. now you really don't even know what is it's drawing like close verb. it's like look here something's drawing close mm. iqtaraba linnasi Something's drawing close and Linnas, yay, wait, it's drawing closer to us. Mm. There's something drawing closer to us. Still, we don't know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about here. You just heard something's drawing close. And then on top of it, now you hear, look here, it's drawing closer. Linnas. To mankind, I'm part of that. I mean, we, it's drawing closer to us. And then Allah says, Hisabuhum. Yes, Allah. They're reckoning. And not you going closer to your reckoning, man. Nah, your the reckoning, reckoning is coming <laughs> closer, man, yeah. Now when, when you hear that, and then Allah says, and while that's happening, وَهُمْ فِي غَفْلَةِ مُعْرِضُونَ And whilst this is happening, you know, فِي غَفْلَةِ مُعْرِضُونَ They are, they are just, um, they are in the state of unawareness, man. They're playing around. They're playing around. And they, now, I mean, this is now, when you hear the Zombie verse. nation. When you hear the verse, <coughs> I'm saying they, but I mean in the reference to the verse here, yeah, yeah. whom they. But I mean, <coughs> when I heard that verse and the word iqtaraba, 
at throwing clothes automatically you just remember and you realign man yeah you know you realign to the fact that yo if i if i if i went off track this is why the quran is adhikra inna nahnu nazalna adhikra we send down the reminder because all of us get caught up in all of these things mm. it, wallahi when i sat here now it literally just did that mm. like look here your hisab is drawing closer yeah yeah, yeah. is you're gonna have to account for all of this and it makes you think like look here do i ever prioritize things in my life oh, am, I, am i right because look here we all know that time goes quickly we speak about it all the time oh ramadan is going fast oh, the, if you think about from your earliest memory till now ya rab did that feel like a long time no now now from this point till when you double this age you know can, can i read a verse yeah bismillah You never need to ask permission to read a verse, my bro. Other times you just disturb us. Now you want to come ask permission to read a verse. There's <laughs> something wrong with it. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Hatta idha jaa ahadahumul mawtu Qala rabbir ji'oon La'alli أعمل صالحا فيما تركت كلا إنها كلمة هو قائلها ومن ورائهم برزخ إلى يوم يبعثون Ya Rab, Ahmed, you translate that man. Until death comes to one of you. Then he says, Oh Allah, return me. Return me, give me another chance, send me back so that perhaps I can, I can do something Pious, I can do something Salihan. good. I can do Wahidan something. Yani. One, just one pious thing. Uh, you know, with all the things that I've left behind. We left behind so much things, but just send me back and I can leave one pious thing there with whatever I've left behind. You know what? I'm picturing this guy, like, rushing at work, man. You know, in the rat race. And he's like, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. And so frantic, man. Because this work must get done and that work must get done. And it's like, you know, he doesn't see his family. He doesn't see his children. You know, doesn't make salah on time. Uh, it's just because work is everything, right? And and then, you know, he's just thinking life is going to be like that and then he goes home and then dead. Ya Rab. Car accident. Now the billah, Allah save us. Amen. Amen. And then this person just like, wait, wait, just, just, let me just go back. Let me just do one good deed. Just one good deed. Let me just go give away some of that money that I, that I earned uh, and that I worked so hard for because now it means nothing anymore. Subhanallah. And you know, that's the, <coughs> if I'm just looking at, The word So look here You're going to leave So much things behind and, and often This is our focus So many people talk about You know What am I going to leave behind For my family What am I going to leave behind For my kids What am I going to leave behind In terms of legacy What am I going to leave behind What am I going to leave behind But the focus The moment When death comes And that's That when death comes To one of you Now death comes At that moment It's like Look here Let me just With everything I've left Let me just leave one thing man One pious deed. You know, this is, um, this reminds me of that verse at the end of uh, uh, Surah Al-Kahf. So, yes, is uh, 
اعمل صالحا وان جست صالحا اتس ا ناكيور وورد سو اتس ان سينجولر فورم رايت اي دينت سي لي مي جو باك اند جيف مي 10 مينتس تو اعمل صالحات يا يا جست مي جو وان جود ديد ان ات اند اوف سوره الكهف الله سبحانه وتعالى سيزا بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم من كان يرجو لقاء ربه whoever has that longing to meet his lord man falya'mal 'amalan salihan ya allah can use that nakira form of the word man let him do one pious deed a'malu salihan that's if you just translate it literally then whoever longs to meet allah just do one pious deed man there was a there was a a narration of this one person that said look if i perform two rak'ats right <coughs> and uh, i know that allah accepted that two rakats then i know i'm ju- i'm i'm going i'm going to be of the pious if i just if i know that allah accepted just two rakats of my life then i know that i'm going to be of the pious so they said how can you say that so he said inna ma yataqabbalu allah min almuttaqin so that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only accepts from mm. those who have taqwa mm. so if allah accepted that thing from me then look here you know i'm going and the reason i'm mentioning this is We're looking at how the verse is fima taraktu mm. whatever i've left behind mm. we must we must as much as we're leaving things behind we have intentions to do good we have things that we're doing we have to be and this is myself i'm talking about first we have to pray to allah for acceptance man mm. if allah grants us that acceptance then mm. allah only accepts from those who have taqwa you know now on a serious note now i i often think about like you know i'm doing all this stuff right and sometimes it keeps me busy to the point where by I neglect my own self, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching, I'm lecturing, it's studio, it's podcast and stuff. And it's like, oh, I barely have time to do this, barely have time to do that. Mm-hmm. And I pray to Allah, Ya Rab, don't let me, you know, be a tool that 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 gets used so that other people get, you know, fixed. But then that tool stays broken, man. Or like a bridge that everyone crosses and gets that, to the destination. That's right. Yeah. Don't let me be a bridge that people cross over to get to Jannah, but then I get left behind and burn in the fire of Jahannam. Allah you know, and and there's so many stern warnings for scholars, man. Like, do you know who the first person is to go to Jahannam? It's not the murderer. The first person to go to Jahannam to be thrown on his chesach in Jahannam. I don't want to use the other word now. Is the person who is an alim. A qari, a mujahid, but they did ilm for other than the sake of Allah. They did qira'a for other than the sake of Allah. And they did jihad for other than the sake of Allah. Allah will tell the angels, take them and throw them on their faces in the fire of Jahannam. That's yeah. the first people to go to Jahannam. Yeah, Rabbi. So that's know, a, that's a you know, massive that always reminds me, man, that Allah is, Allah is completely like true to his word in the no. sense that you're going to get exactly what you want. If you're striving for something, right, you're gonna get that thing. No. If you're striving um, for, because in that hadith it says that look here, no. So they said, Ya Allah, how can you? How can I go to Jahannam if I was a, I was a scholar? Mm. So they said, then it's going to be said to that person, no, you studied so that it can be said mm. that you were a scholar. So it was said. Yeah, so yeah. you got what you wanted. Yeah. There's nothing for you here by me. And the same with the qari, and the same with the mujahid. That you you fought bravely so that it, it could be said, I fought bravely or he fought bravely. No. And then because of that, there's nothing else here. Yeah. You got what you wanted. Yeah. But if we go out wanting the mercy of Allah and we go out wanting the pleasure of Allah, sincerely, and may Allah grant us that. Amen. 
then that's what we're going to get. Look to what degree Allah shows us. You're going to get exactly what you're striving for. Mm. You're going to get exactly what you're no. striving for. Look here, just a reminder for myself, and I'm sharing this with you, brothers, as well. It's something that I often quote uh, Dr. Fadil Suleiman who taught us uh, da'wah methodology back in the day. I, I don't know if you guys were there, but there was a number of people who were present. Uh, you, you know, we, we asked about Riyah. We asked about uh, uh, ostentation. Um, because, you know, as people doing da'wah and in the field of ilm and stuff, it's very difficult to navigate, man. Because almost everything you do is in the public's uh, light, man. So how can you know that you're sincere about what you're doing? So his response was, make sure that what you do secretly, that no one else knows about besides Allah, is more than what you do in public. And he said a thousand times more, but that's heavy. <laughs> I would say, even if we can, this is me, this is where I'm at, right? Even if I can manage to get like one thing, man, just one thing that nobody knows about besides Allah that I'm doing purely for the sake of Allah that I get no benefit or gain or ujra or anything for. And Allah accepts that one deed that is enough to save anyone. Look at, and, and always we think of that example of the, the prostitute who gave the dog a sip of water to drink. And that, that was one deed that she did sincerely and that saved her. One, one see, just to latch on to that quickly, uh, our beloved Mudir Munata, uh, he doesn't give many like many like the tasawufi type advices, mm. but uh, and that's why this one I suppose stands out so much for me. But uh, on this topic of riyah, he said that so now a, p- a person, a student, a scholar, you have that fear of you know perhaps it is that I'm gonna be showing off. Mm. So no, I'm not gonna give the talk. I'm not gonna go bacha yeah, the key. I'm yeah. not gonna do it, man, because. Yeah. I fear that maybe there's some riyah that can come into my action. Yeah. He says, no, you must still go and do that action. Mm. Why? Because perhaps you fear that riyah and perhaps maybe there is, there is riyah in that action. That action can still inspire somebody else, man. And that person that it inspires can do a sincere action, man. Mm-hmm. And you now, that is most now a, a, yeah, yeah. a beneficial And then you, thing, get, it, you, you know? get the reward and because they did it. that person does a sincere action then that sincere action gains you a reward that will wipe out the possible riyah or probable riyah that was in your action. Yes, yeah. So if you void yourself of the action entirely, yeah. then you know there's no inspired. In, in, in actual fact, good. in actual so, fact, like part of the discussion of riyah is is, is something like that. This meaning, is this yeah. is new. Yeah. This is new. Mm. But like, if you do an action for the sake of being seen or for the sake of being heard about, then that's riyah. Oh, but if you also leave an action. <laughs> Because you worry, hey, this people's going to think that I'm I'm like... Be- so let's say, for example, you come to the masjid and you want to make two rakaats of sunnah, you know, just extra. Like you already made your tahit al-masjid, so there's no reason for you to make another two, but you just want to, right? But then you see, oh no, but um, Salim is there just now. Salim think that I'm doing it because I, I want to be pious or something. Let me rather not do it, you know? Mm. That is also riyah. <laughs> so leaving an action because of others is also riyah. But what do, we, what do we learn from that, man? Mm. It's like... People mustn't feature when it yeah. comes to our ibadah. In other words, the riyah then, in essence, is when the thought of what other people think of you affects your actions. So whether you're doing or leaving. So, mm. so in other words, doing or leaving is acting. Mm. Whether you do or whether you don't do, it's acting. And can, your acting is, is now being influenced by what people think or see. Or, you know. now. Can, we, can we translate the rest of that verse? I don't think we finished it. Kalla. Nay. Innaha kalimatun huwa qailuha. You know, when I come there, I almost want to say, like, ah, this man. 
Translate كده. It's like Cape Town translation. No ways. No ways. It's like Cape Town translation. Just I'm just gonna swap over because I I'm, I have a suspicion that my one channel on this one device. isn't working and that is why we couldn't hear you okay so if the if the viewers can just be patient with me quickly i'm going to try to do this as quickly as possible and uh swap over to the other device i'm going to see i'm going to see once zakaria comes in uh if he's if he comes in and and it and everything is fine then we're going to continue as per normal otherwise i have to do a quick swap we'll see how how quick i can be <laughs> so i must let you guys know that uh, this is very hard for me irshad is like so pedantic that everything here was run smoothly yeah. and obviously inshallah obviously because like we did earlier that's kalam of allah and you know we busy with these things well like, irshad stress with us with, don't touch the mic don't put the stuff on the table yeah. this why you're that thing don't this so yeah, <laughs> allah puts you into, into place like that yeah, you know it's like you do everything and then allah shows you no no no, no. perfection is only for me yeah, perfection is not for you but uh, while we are on that uh, one of the brothers uh, brother fasik sali mentioned fasaddaqa wa akum min as-salihin right uh, another place yeah, in the quran no. allah ta'ala uh, says that oh is it the same is it the same no, verse no that no. is in surah al-munafiqun where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in ya allah this is the address the believer specifically wa lay yu'akhir allahu nafsan ya ayyuhalladhina amanu anfiqu mimma razaqan no no it's not ya ayyuhalladhina amanu anfiqu mimma razaqnakum min qabl an yati ahadakum al-mawt فيقول رب لولا أخرتني إلى أجل قريب فأصدق وأكون من الصالحين. نعم نعم. So death comes to the person and then no. Allah says. But um, Allah starts with the instruction. يا أيها الذين آمنوا أو يبليف أنفقوا سند مما رزقناكم أموالكم ولا أولادكم عن ذكر الله. Okay but. وأنفقوا وأنفقوا مما رزقناكم. نعم نعم نعم. وأنفقوا مما رزقناكم. لو ما نزلت في عيني ريد الفوز رام. Okay. يا أيها الذين آمنوا أنفقوا. The verse is Lest you be of those who say, Oh Allah, just return me quickly. Just quickly. I just need a little bit of time. Then I'm going to, I'm going to give a charity. And I'm going to, to be of the pious. May Allah grant us not to, to, to in our endings have any regret. Naam. Malana Zakaria. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I hope that it wasn't my fault, Malana. No, it wasn't. Alhamdulillah. You guys heard it. It wasn't my fault, man. Subhanallah. But it was your fault that you were late. It just happened to coincide with the, with the, the great coming of Malana Zakaria. His level of drama every time he came late is just rising. I never came late before you. Not yeah, but you know, just like every uh, time you come late, you say, I don't entrance, come late. When you make an entrance, listen, I never missed one of these. Um, you missed one already, so you were late for that whole one. Uh, Rob, Zakaria, you've missed out on a beautiful introduction. Um, you looked at the verses, how Allah Ta'ala reminds us, especially at the beginning of Surah Al Anbiya, I was listening. Oh, you were, oh yeah, you were listening. Okay, okay. So you want to comment on uh, on any of that uh, before we move on from that? Inshallah, Bismillah. Read the verse again, please. The same one. Yeah, just just the beginning. Yeah. So the thought that came to my mind when I was actually listening to you guys speak speak about it, Allah Salli Alaihi Wasallam, Muhammad Wa Alaihi Wasallam, is that um, you know, the idea that you know death is approaching. And it, it almost reminded me, or it has this imagery of you being stationary and something rushing towards you. 
Mm. Mm. Um, and as that thing's rushing towards you, the natural human instinct is to jump out of the way. You imagine a car coming, trying to, uh, like about to crash into you. The natural human instinct, any sane person, save yourself from it, will jump out of the way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, nah, but you know, the state of human beings when this thing is rushing onto them is they're actually turning away from it, you know. They're turning away. Move slightly closer they, to one another. They're no, turning no, leave the mic. Okay. Because the mic is actually going to be in your face if you do that. So you can rather just turn. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, the the bus is coming at you and or a train or whatever you want to think of. It's coming at you. Mm. But you're not, not even are you not worried. You're not even attempting to get out. You're not even attempting to get out of the way. In fact, you were so unbothered, you turned away. You're not even, you're oblivious to the fact that it's coming at you. Yeah. And then the other thought that came to mind is the, the idea of ghaflamin. They are fi ghaflatin. They are in a state of heedlessness. Mu'aridun and they're turning away. So what are they ghafil of? What are they heedless of? A, they're heedless of the death that's approaching them. And in addition to or, or, or that reckoning that's, uh, that's, that's approaching them. They are unaware of that. But then also when we think about the, the, um, the opposite of ghafla. The opposite of ghafla is dhikr. And so the person that lives his life in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, death never comes to him suddenly. Ya Rabbi. Uh, death never comes to him suddenly. Because that's what he's expecting. And if you're always expecting something, how can it spring up upon you? Yeah, Rob. Um, and it just reminded me of the fact that, you know, that's how we're supposed to live. Man. You know, sometimes you get heightened moments in your life where, you know, you think to yourself, you know, I'm going to live every moment as if I'm going to die in the next moment. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah. other times it's like death is like the furthest thing from Sheikh your Ibrahim mind. Sheikh Ibrahim always says it before you know, Solana. You mentioned it the other night. I can't. Sallu salat al-muwaddi'ah. Yeah, but it's sunnah. Like it is, it's sunnah like it to, to recite salah. that sometimes. But we don't think about it like that also, no? You know, I explained, I said like, imagine, before you before you say Allahu Akbar, no? imagine that Malak al-Maut taps you on your shoulder yeah. and then he says, um, I'm supposed to take your ruh now, but, okay, first finish your salah, then I'll take your ruh. Yeah. How will you make salah now? <laughs> you know, subhanAllah, this point when Lazakariya, with the perspective that he brought on this ghafilamin, Right and and bringing into perspective that the ghafla is the opposite of dikr, and if you're in the dikr of Allah, then you actually it doesn't actually come to you by surprise, man. Mm. Right? Then I, I can't I can't but help think about the verse where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Falamma nasu ma dukiru bihi." So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran, "Falamma nasu ma dukiru bihi," and when they forget, "Falamma nasu," when they uh, forget, "ma dukiru bihi." That which they were reminded of it. So like Muna Irshad said earlier, yeah, we all say we're going to die, we know we're going to die, we all talk about we're going to have to be accountable, we know this, we know that, we see that and whatever. And this is the danger when we forget what we've actually been reminded with already. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we open for them the doors of everything. And they become, now they're getting everything and you just, it's almost like you've turned away, you've forgotten, right? And and when do you forget something, man? You forget something when you don't make it part of your life. Mm. You forget something, like, I mean, simple example. When you learn something, the best way to remember it is to teach. Mm. You learn it, you teach it. For example, take a subject. You learn a subject, you teach the subject, you never forget the subject. But now you learn something and then it, you know what, 
it, you just put it in the back seat somewhere and then you forget about it, man. Mm. Which means you didn't act on it, man. So, they, they, Allah opens now the doors of everything. It's almost like you can have whatever of this dunya now. It's not going to matter. And then, حتى إذا فرحوا بما أوتوا And this verse really scares me. حتى إذا فرحوا بما أوتوا Until they actually become happy with what they've been given. And then, حتى إذا فرحوا بما أوتوا أخذناهم بغتة Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We seize them suddenly, suddenly. All of a sudden. So like, the danger of 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 ghafla, man, is that your ending is at stake, man. Like, how are you going to leave this world, man? <clears throat> May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to uh, to leave this world in a beautiful way. Amen. I told the, so we were chatting earlier, so I said, how you want to, here's a quote for you. You're going to do the next set of verses, inshallah. Here's a quote for you, Allah, No. With your life, how you want to end it, that's how you must spend it. Mm. Because if you spend it that way, you will end it that way. Yeah, Rob. Because you don't know when it's going to end. Yeah, Rob. But you know what you have to spend. And you spend it that way. You're alive. You have a breath in your body. You spend it in a certain way. Bidnillah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah take us from this world where we busy with good. Amen. Amen, Ya Rab. I just want to be waiting for the new link to forward to my status. Oh, is there new was, was there Was there not enough stress for me tonight yet, uh, Salim? <laughs> And then I just also had a thought on the other point that you guys were discussing that uh, we must say welcome to our brother uh, Dr. Yusuf. Maulana Dr. Yusuf, yeah, mashallah, sharing his gems with us as well. We must get him on one night, Maulana. Yeah, inshallah. We we, we are going to. Um, When did I say we're going to do that? Doc, I don't know if Maulana Mujahid spoke with you yet, but we will be getting you on for speaking about what's it called now? Olive. Sweet olive. Sweet olive. Now that's Doctor Yusuf Patel that we got here. Oh, is this Doctor Yusuf Patel? How do you know? I can tell. Them. You can tell that it's Doctor Yusuf Patel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to ask which Doctor Yusuf is it. Uh, okay. Doctor Yusuf Patel. Okay, uh, So anyway, so the other thing I was thinking about, you guys were talking about, um, you know, having sincerity and stuff like that, and and doing things, uh, you know, trying to couple what you do publicly with what you do. Uh, you know, in private. And that other song came to me that, that people send around. There's no way I'm going to sing it. But no, uh, don't be so, man. I knew you it was coming. Late, man. Yeah. Sing the song. No, no. Don't be so. But it goes How does it like, go? How does it do? Like in... Allah. Do you have any secrets with Allah? And then? Just, that's just between you and Allah. Do you have perhaps a charity that you've concealed? that none knows of besides Allah. And it reminded me of one of the, uh, you know, the, the, the grandchildren of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I think it was Hassan radiallahu anhu. Where they say he would, when people would come knocking at his door for charity, then uh, he would give the charity from behind the door. So that he gives them something, he doesn't take anything from them. Because, you know, Sometimes when you see the person that you're giving the charity, you uh, you take something from them, a little bit of their dignity. You take from them, you know, the fact that they know, you know who they are. But uh, yeah, he wanted to do it so sincerely for the sake of Allah that he didn't want anything out of it, no worldly thing out of it. And uh, that just reminded me of that. And I think it's quite profound. The idea that we must do everything for the sake of Allah. Another thing that came to mind in these verses is 
the very next verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about, you know, that same idea of those people that this, the reckoning is coming, rushing at them. And then uh, uh, they are, they turn away from it and whilst they're heedless. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, No reminder comes to them from their Lord. Right? Um, except that they listen to that reminder whilst they're actually playing. They're busy playing in other things. And this idea of um, this idea of play, it's it's important and it's something we must actually discuss. Uh, you know, I think it's worth discussing on account of the fact that, you know, in our time, especially we have this idea of uh, of gaming culture. It's big amongst the youth. You know, maybe people from my generation up won't have experienced it. Okay, my generation is in it. I'm in this generation, like. Uh, I'm only 30, but I mean, you know, from like, you know, from Mulna, yeah, like from like Mulna, Irsha's generation, you know, the old guys. You won't be able to conceive of it the way that, you know, our generation do, man. But this gaming culture is a real thing. Some people think they have this idea that, you know, as long as you're not harming anyone, you can do whatever you want to. So the idea of sitting in your home playing games all day. It seems like an okay thing, because it doesn't break the principle of, of of of, of not violence. Harm to others, uh, no. I'm not harming anyone. So until, what I'm doing until you pick up a samurai sword and run through the screen. No, 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 no. no not on that perspective, man. Just the idea <laughs> that you can get so consumed in these games and your life becomes purposeless. There may be harms to it. People may become depressed on account of not having real relationships in their lives and other things like that. But uh, as a Muslim, there's a fundamental problem with that, man. That your life is supposed to be about connectedness and connection with Allah. Hmm. Not about drowning away or drowning out. Okay, I need to I need to jump in here. Yeah. I need to jump in here. Yeah. It's very what's important. What's at the same time? What's at the same time? I'm not saying playing games is wrong. Yeah, no. I want to take it a step further. Uh, it is it is not wrong at all. Look here. Uh, I understand in relation to us. Yeah. Right? If you're gonna sit, if, if Ahmad's gonna sit and play games all day, then my bro, you need a clap. But for people out of the circles, out mm. of touch with deen, out of touch with Allah, with his salah, I would a hundred thousand times rather have them play games than do the other stuff that they could potentially be doing, you know? Um, so so what is required is an, an understanding that as long as you do, okay, as long as you stay away from haram and you do what is fard upon you, if you use your extra time to engage in play mm. and amusement, it's okay. But too much of it is going to be problematic. That's that's how I would say it. And then people's going to ask, so what is too much, right? And too much of it is when you don't do your your fard and you and you you don't stay away from haram. Exactly. No, and also, yeah, yeah. We, we, but when we say don't, you you do whatever's fard upon you, and we're you talking stay away about from games. Haram. Send this to all the gamers. <laughs> that, we're not opposed to gamers. No, like we're when, not. Yeah, when gaming becomes a lifestyle, then it's, shout out to my Clash of Clans crew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um. There are elements that can become problematic, man, because what's fard upon you is not only to make your salah. What about what about your your sibling or your mother or the person that lives with you that no. needs from your time also just because of social interaction? Mm. Um, what about your body, your your own need for real interaction? Mm. No. That can easily be drowned out, man. And yeah, absolutely. you may you may be thinking. That I am fulfilling, you know, all that is wajib upon me. I make my salah. 
I break away from my five minutes and I make my salah. I, uh, you know, I do all of those things. But actually, the, you have a lot more responsibility outside yeah, of that. Yeah. And, and I think our generation have lost this appreciation for responsibility. Man. Yeah. Mm. How many youngsters our age think think to themselves, look, you know, I I need to get to a stage where I can, you know, I can support my parents. Oftentimes, it's more likely you'll be having guys that's 35 years old living with their moms mm. or whatever with no idea or with no thought of having responsibility. They just, you know, focus yeah. playing whatever. So in this surah, actually, Allah mentions uh, on a few occasions this this root laib. Mm. Um, and so it just brought to mind this idea. You know, back in the day, we could be playing games, even if you're playing games for super long. With you, Mario Brothers. We Mario turn Brothers, the remote like that. Leave Mario Brothers. Even if it's like something like FIFA or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you either playing with a computer, uh. right? Where you know I'm not going to get any real personal interaction with this thing. I'm not going to see to my social needs or anything like that. Or you playing with the person that's actually sitting next to you. Cadillacs mm. and dinosaurs, maybe. Mm. Now, but look, really, that's I, going way you, back. Uh, right? Just one correction. You couldn't possibly play that long because the adapter <laughs> will get hot and then you must stop. <laughs> I'm not talking yeah. about that you long. Must blow in the cartridge. You must blow in the cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Again, now I'm in my 20s. I'm just saying. Now, I'm <laughs> hey, you're 29, brother. <laughs> you 50, are you um, 50? No. Oh yes, third of mine. Yeah. He's not not after the order. I'm making this. What's today? Today's the first. Today's the first. I'm Monday. working the last of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, same day like my daddy actually. Mm. But, uh, can we can we can we say that is like beneficial games and less no, beneficial no, 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 games? Look here, man. You know that you do you know that you're speaking at a very high level? Do you acknowledge that? Yeah, like I was gonna. I, was I gonna, don't know. I don't. I no, was gonna you, listen to then, you. No? Then, then you, then you will be in your bubble now. Hmm? Let because me, let me, let me break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were going on this, on this particular thing. No, man. I just want to say something. Please. Let me just finish the point I was making. The point I was making was right when we play. When we used to play games. Yes. Right. Even though you know our penis mask goes out, you can't play so much. Blah yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah blah. Right. I'm playing either with a computer or yes. I'm playing with a person that's really next to me. Right. There's gonna come a point at which we switch the game off. And talk to each other. Yes. Right. But now, because of the whole online gaming community and stuff like that, yes. sometimes people don't see the need to have circles beyond that. Mm. Like if you ask them, who's your friends? Now, nah, this person, this person, that person, that they play online with. Mm. And because they spend so much time mm. playing online, that literally becomes their only social circle. So you're a real person so, with a so, virtual. So you life. are describing mm. that's a very big imbalance, man. You with me? Yeah. So, so in that type of when you when you're sitting with an imbalance like this, that's that's what we call an extreme case. You need to no, that's becoming a, a cultural yeah, norm. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. true. Okay, so if that is you, that that's imbalanced. But well, uh, but for the person who's who's circling, man, right? They were in haram, and 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 I think I came from that generation where like you were looking for halal alternatives to have fun, man, mm. right? And it was important that. That scholars highlighted this for you, man. Look, it's okay to play a game of pool. It's okay to do, you know, because mm. you, when you become sort of righteous, then you start thinking anything that's fun is haram, mm. and that's that's rubbish, man. Mm. You know what I mean? No, I agree with you one. So, so, so it's a, it's a very important topic, but at the same time, it's also important for us to explain, you know, the bounds of yeah, it. and what levels we are actually addressing Look, at that me, moment. Let me let me come in here from a um, just like a. Uh, uh, on the ground reality type of thing, right? So I coach youth, right? And um, 
a lot of them is actually sitting with this type of thing. I have a Mashallah, uh, can I just disturb you for, for Dr. Yusuf's comment? Uh, he says, um, Imam Raghib al-Sfahani, he actually uh, was one of his inspirations. He always quotes him, Mashallah. He wrote, a treatise, he wrote a treatise on the etiquettes of playing chess, discussing how to find a balance in such activities. Uh, interesting. Uh, but of course, Dr. Yusuf, you know that the Shafi mother wouldn't quite like that book. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the 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 the... the Guidelines in 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 this in this in this topic is important, right? Mm. So what Mona Zakaria is saying is coming from a perspective of the reality on the ground right now. Mm. I have youth, right? That 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 come that's like in a coaching process. You are youth. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> younger like youth. I'm talking like <laughs> younger youth. kids, yeah. like like twelve, thirteen, nine, fifteen, sixteen, and like all of them. So we work like in part of our coaching process is you talking about your goals and your schedule and everything. And it's part of the planning. Like one of the kids is like, look here, I'm, I want to I wanna ace my school, right? I want to like get uh, high grades in school, but at the same time, I want to perfect this gaming because, you know, I got a job opportunity in this thing to play for this and da 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 whatever. So he's like, we like trying to schedule hours in where he's playing and getting a few extra hours of practice in and whatever without neglecting his salah and whatever. And he's working on like a daily schedule. And so what Zakaria is saying, or what Zakaria is saying now is that look here, more than you can imagine, it's like a, it's a massive <laughs> thing, man. It's not a, it's not anymore like, look here, what can we do now? Because, you know, there's so much, mm. whatever, man. The world is on the phones, on the screens, mm. like every woman. It's, and as, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's actually part of their lives. Mm. So what I wanted to say was everything Mona Zakaria is saying, we need to look at what is the concept he's saying behind that, man. And he brought it from the verse we were speaking about, remembering Allah Listen, Sondra, and Rafa, man. It sounds like I'm I'm like the youngest guy. You not I don't think you are like imagining it the way I am. But where do you come and you're the youngest guy, yeah? Like in terms we of We just mindset, established that no, oh, he's, okay, man. he's really the youngest. Yeah? <laughs> because what I'm talking about is like there's there's people that play games. Right. Cool. Then there's gamers. Then there's gaming culture. Yeah. Right? And in this gaming culture, um Oh yeah, that's a big thing. Kassam, this for me. Also, people, it's yeah. Puzzling, no, like that's, that's what I'm it's talking about. It's such a culture that, that lighties what, don't play. Never mind play games; they watch other lighties play games. That's what I'm talking about. For it's gaming culture. End. Wow. Because no, that's no, not, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so the gaming culture is about, like, for the most part of a person's free time, they're busy playing games into wee hours of the night with people elsewhere in the world. Their their life clocks get shifted because they're playing with people yeah. in other time zones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't sleep normally. Nah, that's they, crazy. No, it's, it's, it's normal. Heavy it's normal. It's becoming normal. And I just wanted to say something. Uh, the thing and about it's not watching. seen as, and it's not seen. It's becoming normal, and it's not seen as something bad mm. because the person's not harming anyone else. Mm. But also, this is now, now past the level of games, man. Yeah, now this yeah. is yeah. no, it's now, not. No, yes, it is. It's gaming culture. Yeah, and so, it's big in the world. So yes, gaming culture is not Owen's playing games, man. No, it's strategy. It's. Uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, what's it? Let's just, just being technical. Look here, did you watch games. how the man play it? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 I've seen it. Like I've seen it. Let me just touch the, on what Mona Zakaria is talking about. basically the taking culture, it too far. You know? mm. The first thing is people watching. Other people play games. It's number one, they're like checking strategies. They're seeing how they do it. But the culture around it is like, you can you can tie it into sports. My brother right now, right? Is, oh, how do is you go from a whisper to a shout like that, man? Like you've got a talent for doing that. My brother right now is uh, is busy with like rugby big. Rugby's big in his life. Right? right. So what happens is there's a culture around it. 
He's up at a certain time in the morning. He's in bed at a certain time at night. He's putting in certain amount of hours onto the field and da 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 da. He's watching rugby for a certain amount of hours. He's mm. reading about rugby for a certain amount of hours. That's the culture around it, man. Now, as Zakaria is saying, gaming has that whole culture where it's like, look here, at this time of the night, I'm sitting with people, young married couples, where the guy is like, look here, I need to game, man. And she's like, hey, bro, this bro, I want to sit on the screen 12 o'clock the night. He's like, but that's the time my team is busy. And, do, 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 do. and she don't understand. And do, do, do. So like, now we have young couples. It's also because, and that's what I'm saying, it's more real than we think, man. So it's now even affecting marriages, young marriages, because his team plays at 12 o'clock in the night. And, you know, whatever. But I don't bother her. She can sleep like peacefully. And then, you know what? But it's like, like Mala Zakaria said, the whole world now is a different axis. There's Dr. Yves making the point that I'm making. Right? So, the culture of gaming has created an artificial realm. I watch other people make coffee. You watch people, you know, set up their studios. Ahmed watches people. Um, How did you know? Huh? Do you watch what they do? <laughs> <laughs> Ahmed watches people awesome. do whatever weird stuff he does. Salim watches, <laughs> people, <laughs> Salim watches people surfing. They're even Quran surfing. You watch people surfing, right? All of us do that. Man. Mm. It's part of being into something. Mm. You want to learn more about it. Mm. The difference is with when it comes to the gaming culture, man, it it can seem like an alternative reality. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I watch what, people make yo, coffee. When, so I just want to say like that, that when I started out talking about this, no, mm. this is not what I was referring to. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Like, this is, this can, is like can, other Can level. we say this? Can we say this? Whether it's gaming, whether it's surfing, surfing whether it's coffee, tech. whether it's studio building, when that thing consumes, consumes you. you to the point mm. that you are now becoming unmindful so, and you are yeah. now becoming heedless of your role here. Because what's the other verse? The Afahasibatum Annama Khalakanakum Abatha. Did Allah then just put you here? Did Allah then just put you here just so because Allah wanted to and yeah. Now you can so, decide, okay, look at here, this is what I'm going to allow to consume him. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So what what then does it come down to spiritually? Point, anything from that point, anything would essentially become a game and a playment. Yeah. When yeah. It takes so what does it come down to spiritually? Let me spiritually, this is called Hobbud Dunya. Let me just let me just leave let me just like No, it's it's more it's more akin to Rafla. Because what it what, what happens here is And Hobbud yeah, Dunya. What, what what happens here is right. Um it's definitely Rafla. Look here, yeah. let, me, let me just add this before you continue. Na, is that this is what I was saying from a coaching perspective. These kids come to a coaching session, which is now how we're going to get your life so that you're happier, healthier, more responsible, aligned, blah, blah, blah. And they're saying, you know, this is, I just, this is, this is like, they're saying, look here, I need to game all the time. How do I fit my life into it? <laughs> well, loyal of him. I have a, I have a guy <laughs> that, um, young kid, he, he needed to, he was he's sitting like at least eight hours a day on games playing. Eight you know? hours, it's a full-time job. Listen, yes, exactly. Eight hours. It's a, little, a little. It's a little. It's a little game. But look, yeah, I was going to tell you now, that's after like a few months in a process, man. Uh. And now he's going to drop down maybe to six. But listen, yeah. what he did to still make up the eight hours because he needs to practice to be able to stay selected for the teams and whatever, was he started getting up at three in the morning to put in two hours of practice and then he can do his school homework from five and then he can get ready but then he's up for Fajr so it was working out and in terms of you know overall he's like look I'm up so I am up so I make Fajr and whatever and we were like but he was in this process man but well I started much more than that like all the time they take him away then he goes to school then he's back there then they take him away to eat then like all the time 
So we have to condition him out of it. And literally, this is it. It's Cheap. like, here's a world. Mm. And how does, how, does, how does my normal world fit into this? How do I go to school? How do I, you know, everything else when I'm supposed to be here? And actually, for many, for many youngsters, that becomes the, the preferred world. Yeah. And it's like, you know, some people, especially old people, may be thinking, what? Can you imagine how the world your, is going to be in a couple of years yeah. when, you can these, your skin. <laughs> when, when these delinquents are... That's exactly <laughs> it. You can choose your skin, bro. Can I just say something? How ajeeb is it, na, that the words selected by the Quran describes, as we go you know, into the future, it describes it more and more accurately. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, اِقْتَرَبَ لِلنَّاسِ حِسَابُهُمْ وَهُمْ فِي غَفْلَةِ مُعْرِدُونَ I ask you, what ghafla fi ghaflati mu'aridun was there 1400 years ago? Yeah. Poetry. Just think about You're it. You're busy with the poetry. Poetry horses. horses. Ah. Yo. Chasing. And I mean, Allah ladies. uses yal'aboon, mu'aridun, fi ghaflatin. It's like, we, it's like a prediction. Not like a prediction. It is a, a, a hmm. testimony, a prophecy that we are going to become a world of zombies. Hmm. A zombie nation. People talk hmm. about the zombie apocalypse and all of that. Hey bro, you don't need to wait for people to rise from the graves. There's already dead people walking around, man. When they're spiritually dead. But that was yeah. there already 1400 years think, ago when the Quran also, was revealed, man. In a form that they knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and you see, as it progressed... What's, the test? As the, yo, what's the test on this dunya? The test on this dunya is free choice. The like if you, if you bring it right down, it's choice. Every moment of your life, what are you choosing? Right? So... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes us or ourselves, us and jinn as thaqalain. Why? Because we have the ability to choose. Right? So in, uh, in other, liyabluwakum ayyukum ahsanu amala. The test is, look here, the best in deeds. So you have the ability to choose. Now what's happening is the following. And this is why we need to address it. Is that the level of free choice is just now almost like it's on steroids. Before, if they lock in your room, you have very little free choice in terms of like, you know, what you can do. Now, if you're locked up in your room, the level of free choice is magnified. The computer, the phone, and this. You actually want them as lock you in your room. No, man, I, you know, I think just, you know, in still yes, speaking about that, that gaming culture, you're talking about you have to make choices, right? And uh, that's part of life. But what I'm talking about is that for the person that's so engrossed in his gaming, mm. then the choice that he's going to be making is, he's not going to be even thinking, look here, I must make a choice about sitting here or sitting with my family inside and having yes, a chat. Yes. He's going to be, th his choice that he's making is, okay, which choice do I make in this alternate reality? Hmm. Do I buy this thing? Do I buy that thing? You know, funny story. My aunt was uh, telling me now, not too long ago, about um, uh, two sons. The one son had, uh, the one son, he, the, 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 the one son, he had uh, like a PlayStation or something. This is very important, bro. Say, say, say. Now I'm saying this whole discussion. This this whole discussion is very important. I don't think we must uh, we must uh, you know use less time on it. But um, so one of the things she was telling me was that um, the one son. It was like a funny story. The one son had he had a PlayStation. He's the elder son, and he put his you know you have your profile on your on your on your console, and he had his bank details attached to his account because you know if he logs in then he can buy his stuff whenever he needs to. Then uh, the younger brother came one day when the thing console was still logged into his account. And then he like spent a oh grand's worth of money in the game. That happened the other day, yeah. My niece was here and she had uh, the iPad that my daughter usually uses. Yeah. It's a tablet, not the iPad. 
And then she bought something because my wife's account was attached to it. Ooh, yeah. And we, my wife called me and we quickly had to find where she because she was like busy <laughs> buying a, a children's game. But look here, in addition to this, remember what we just spoke about now, no? about mm. um, the ghafla? Just on that point, man, there's mm. the, just imagine this. There's the idea that you can get so engrossed into this game that you will go out and earn money and, spend. and buy food or stuff to sustain your character in a game. Uh. You're not even going to taste any of it, brother. You may be buying food, liquor food, whatever it is, manna on the game that you're playing, but you don't even get the, the pleasure of, uh, of that in real life, man. But still people find it a, a, a fine prospect to do. And it just shows the extent to which like this gaming culture actually becomes part of people's life and it actually becomes their realm. And like I'm saying, I'm talking about this and I think I'm fairly passionate about it because of the fact that, you know, it is essentially mm. a form of, of heedlessness. And, 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 and again, I must clarify, I'm not against people playing games. I'm against the game becoming the purpose of your life. Yeah, yeah. And you know, no, it's it's in that game. Well, I suddenly mentioned something just now in the whole chaos and we were all skidding over Makaya. Is that they get, you see, you're only going to, you're going to, when you get fed, something's getting fed, man. Right? So the thing that Mozaran's completely loose is the nafs. So the nafs get fed in a game, no? In such a way that someone who's not accepted in his environment at home, he's accepted there. He's maybe, everyone's at home telling him, yeah, you're useless, you just sit here all day, you do nothing. Da, da. In the game, they're like, yo, my bro, he's back. He's gefaalik, he's the main, oh. Now he feels, my bro, yeah, I feel like I'm the, I'm the boss. Eyes, yeah. Then other people, even authority, they have, you know, they don't get to exercise authority in certain spaces. They get to do that there. They don't get to show off and get acknowledgement in certain places. They get the, the, the acknowledgement there. So as well as Zakaria is talking about, these kids are in their world. What world are we shaping around them? They're actually drawing them to that world, man. What people and, don't understand, yeah. Maf, I spoke about this in, in Tarawih. Nabi Isa was an ascetic man and many of his statements that, that are recorded, I mean, we don't know the, the true authenticity of it, but it's Israeliyat. Many of his statements are about, are about you know, Hubbud dunya, man. And the point that he, that he often, what I noticed is that Nabi Isa often spoke about Jesus Christ, peace be upon him, for those of you who perhaps of, of the non-Muslim faith. He often said like, look here, be careful of the love of the world, man, because your heart that was designed by Allah, your heart is designed to hold love. But what love? Love of Allah. And the relationship between your love of Allah and your love of dunya or materialism is inversely proportionate. So the more you love dunya, the less capacity your heart has to love Allah. And the more dunya fills your heart, the more your heart will be in a state of disarray. And that's why you will never be filled. He said like, uh, the person who chases after dunya to satisfy their the pleasures, it's like the person who drinks seawater to satisfy their thirst. Mm. You will never get, it. you know, these days we call it the hedonic treadmill. You walk and you walk and you walk and you walk. Every time you want more, you want more, you want more. And it will never, ever be satisfied mm. because it's just not. Yeah. But the moment you drown your heart in the remembrance of Allah mm. and the love of Allah, like now in Ramadan, why do we feel the way we do in Ramadan? Because we stop our nonsense and you focus more and you, you fill your day and your night with the dhikr of Allah in your heart. Despite the difficulty that, that is apparent, your hunger, your thirst, your fatigue, your heart is happy because your heart is at home. You know, and uh, this this concept of that oh, we we lost signal there. Just wait till we come back for a moment. Um, we may still be on there though. Now, 
Um, what was I saying? This concept. Oh yeah, this concept of, of, of uh, gaming that you guys are describing, man. That I kind of was aware of, but didn't know that it's so prevalent. Um, I think this concept is a typical example of how, you know, a permissible thing can become destructive, mm. you know, because, because of the love of it, man. Mm. The thing itself is fine. It's like with dunya. Dunya and money and all of these things in and of itself is technically okay. But it's the love of those things. Mm. When it becomes a passion, when it becomes a obsession, that's when it becomes problematic because now you are displacing something. Yeah. And the thing that you're displacing is ma'rifatullah, is your connection to Allah. No. And that's the danger. Well, the purpose and, of and, your life. You're changing and, the purpose and, of your life. And what yeah. is saying is another thing that you're displacing along with it or other things that you are displacing are things like responsibility or things like, um, you know, hukuk, man. Look here, you, to yourself, to your family. Mm. Because... This, this youngster that I mentioned that was in a coaching process, the imbalance was, look here, he's all the time on the games, right? But look here, I can't even, me and my mom can't even have a conversation. Me and my siblings never even, like, you know, talk, nothing. Uh, besides the fact that he wasn't making salah or anything. So now what's happening is, and this is where, you, where, where we're saying, look here, it's there, man. But your objective must be, look here, there needs to be that. So as, he's, as we're cutting down on gaming, but at the same time, learning to become more effective so he can still potentially get paid for it and whatever. Because, I mean, it's, uh, people are getting paid to say, yeah, come play, yeah, come play this. So he really wants this as, as a job. But I told him, look, if you want this, right, this is what you want to be. But who do you want to be in the same time? Man? Do you want to be someone that has this, but has nobody around him, no family, it no this, requires, no It requires tremendous responsibility so, and maturity. So, so, yeah, this is, so, this so, so yeah, with a different perspective. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. وَبَتَغِ فِي مَا آتَاكَ or search via what Allah had given you for the year after. Right? So, I'm a gamer. Allah gave me and blessed me with strategic mind, quiet thumbs, da-da-da-da-da. This is what I'm in. Yeah. I thumbs. get realization. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Strong thumbs. Hang on. Yeah, strong thumbs. <laughs> strong thumbs. So now, how do I change this into a plus, man? Yes. I don't want to let go of my gaming. I like True. the gaming culture. How... Don't forget your yeah. portion of the dunya. No? We, 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 we want to see you know this I mean? kid, this kid specifically. What's the ideal Our then? goal is ah. that he's six hours on, he gets paid for it solid mm. so that look here, you can go on with your life, you can spend time you with your family, I mean? you can, you know, it's a permissible means of income, you know, mm. da, 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 da. but that's six hours of a skill used in a certain way because there was that balance across the board. This requires massive responsibility mm. and maturity. No, no, ah. I think, you know, another thing about this, uh, another aspect to this gaming culture that's worrisome for me is that um, people like, you know, people who should be mentors and sources of guidance, right? Like parents and just older people generally and yeah. stuff like that, right? They, they sometimes don't see the need to because the child is not doing something awful. They're not taking drugs. They're that, not it's, doing... It's like with many other things, they We're don't understand the, 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 the depth of it, man, of, yeah. the, of the issue. Remember, yeah. you thinking of Mario Brothers, PlayStation, back in that, in that time, we didn't have this type of problem. Hmm. At but least it wasn't so big. So no. you wouldn't understand the extent of, of the issue because you can't relate to it. So you think it's as harmless as it was back in the day. But this is an obsession. Hmm. And it's like when we ask... When we, when we pray, when we make dua, we are taught, don't just ask Allah for rizq. Ask Allah for rizqan tayyibah, for good rizq, good sustenance. No. Because you don't know 
if that million rand is going to be good for you, you want a million rand. No. But you don't know if it's going to be good no. for you. You don't know how you're going to be if you have it. Yeah. Why? Because it requires responsibility and maturity. Yeah. So yeah, and, but Mulla, this, this is what I'm trying to say. This is a permissible thing, but only to a certain extent beyond that. But but this is what I'm trying to say. That's the same for any culture. I'm telling you, I've worked with it's true, yes. who also lost connection with all of their family. No? They don't make salah. They're spending hours on India. If they're not sleeping, then they're busy with this thing. And it's other things like surfing, skateboarding, whatever, man. So any culture that they're being, uh, you know, that they're immersing themselves in completely I to disagree. a point. I understand that with the gaming culture, there's a lot of other elements. That's why I mentioned earlier. There's things that feed the nafs in like a whole other way. That look here, there's so much harms attached to it. There's more harms to it than a guy that's going surfing. I understand that. There's a lot other harms. But what I'm saying is that it's a real culture on the ground that you can't exactly take out. And the, and the ideal, or at least like what we should, the conversation we should be having with our youth is that, look here, number one, um, besides the dangers of online and whatever, the, the dangers of anything, the the balance and the imbalance, man. Look here, this whole thing is becoming the axis I, of I your life. I fully understand what you're saying, but I also disagree. I, I actually agree with Zakaria. I think that... Allah, Allah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm with Brother Ahmad. I'm with Brother Ahmad. It, it's dozen, not the same dozen, across everything. It, you know why this is unique? It's because, number one, this is a complete world in yes, and of itself. Exactly it's a different world. No, yes. You're no, 100% right. You're 100% right. No, and the dangers are more, man. And this is what I'm going to tell the you. The dangers are the more. The world, drugs, is a whole different world. Yeah, that's Gambling. haram. We're not talking about, look, here, that's something else. You're talking know. about haram stuff now. Yeah. We're talking about in the ambit of the things which are technically permissible. Yes. And yes. becomes a culture or a sport or something like that. That obsession... Is it's limited. It's a limited obsession. It's not an entire realm, a virtual realm, where you can get married and you can build a family and you can sleep with someone. You can, you know what I mean? It's not a, it's somewhat yeah, different my, in that my, sense. So, so it's that's like exactly a, what it's I'm going to say. It's a virtual reality. The, the difference with the gaming culture is that it's a culture that's, that's growing, right? More and more people are taking to it. It's becoming a large part of their lives. Secondly, it creates an alternate reality, right? And when you buy into that alternate type of reality, right? When you when you buy ah, into Jay. that type of reality, then then your purpose essentially becomes the purpose of whatever the game wants you to achieve. True. Right. When you buy into that's, too great. That's true. Right? true. And so that's why it's not just the same as any other culture. Yeah. Most other cultures, yes, you can be heavily invested in. You're heavily invested in your surfing. You, I'm, um, you know, uh, okay, not so heavily invested, but I'm a bit invested in my nah, coffee. Come, I'm so heavily like, in you, not so heavily. Uh, like people, are, people have the different things uh, that they invest in, but this is different in that sense. Man. It still keeps you in reality because it's a real thing. Yeah, and and uh. also and also, there's a lot of like other needs that a human being has. That you can't fulfilled. just fulfill in you know in a virtual reality. Mm. So there's the question. Yeah, yeah before okay. the question, before the question, first and foremost, um Shazakmal Khairan again for joining us. And uh do kindly take note of all the effort that is going into the studio. <laughs> there are costs involved if you want to be part of this venture and, and see this type of benefit uh reach other people and you believe that the Isnad Academy is doing good work, you can show your support, inshallah, uh by donating towards us and our when I say us again, it's not academy, uh, the platform, not us as in individuals sitting here. 
believe you me, when I saw some monies coming through, it was spent like within a couple of hours on the studio because I, I didn't even want to leave it in, in the account. Um, so yeah, that's that. Manazakiri, the, the question that came up was, so what's the solution? I don't know all solutions. Can I just say one Quite. thing? <clears throat> but one, one, one solution that I do want to share is that I think we need to, to do a number of things. Mentorship needs to become ever more prevalent. Right? People, and I don't just mean mentorship from the seniors down. But people, you know, people of the same age, colleagues need to realize that they have responsibilities towards each other. Mm. And, uh, and mentorship can come in that form. Right? And then, um, yeah, so, so I think we need to promote more actual social activity. We need to, you know, try and create avenues of mentorship that are accessible and enjoyable for people. Um, and yeah, those are the first things that well, come no. to my mind, you but know, uh, the reason the reason I was I was going so on about the fact that there's a whole lot of worlds, man, in this world, right? And I didn't mention drugs and gambling and whatever from the perspective of halal and haram, man. simply because for some, for a lot of our own Muslim youth, what's halal and what's haram isn't a factor. It's what you know what they can and they can't do based on what they have access to me. I'm talking of someone who's who's at that point of ghafla in the sense that Allah doesn't even factor in my life, man. Mm. Now for him, there's all the world. There's the gaming, there's the drugs, there's the this, there's the that. Right? Which, yes, some is permissible, some is impermissible. Likewise, when you go onto your device, there's some things that's permissible and some things that's impermissible. Right? But now what happens is, and just in, line, in light of the solutions, from a solution perspective, is that often when somebody is uh, addicted or consumed by something, the starting point is to get grounded in a reality, man, or in the reality. So what I've found effective with coaching youth, right, is to not come from the perspective where everyone else in their lives is coming from. What are you doing so much in front of the game? You can't be so much in front of the game. You know what this game is going to do to you? You know what? Da, 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 da. Um, look here. What do you want to get out of this game? Okay, now I want to get paid for it, for example. Okay, what do you need to get paid for? It? Okay, you want to do that. Okay, but now do you understand? Right, sorry. Do you understand that if you continue this route, look at what happened to your relationship with your parents. Look at what happened to your relationship with them. Look at what, da, da, da. And now you start to bring to light the reality of things that are being sacrificed. Because remember a while back, so I told you, you have to give up to go up, right? We, one of the quotes is, about the bitchy, whatever. you have to give up to go up. So even in, in the gaming world, man, you want to be spending more time there, you want to get better. Like Mona Zakaria said, your character must go higher, your, this must improve, and your, you must invest in your armies, and you must whatever, whatever. Right? Well, you're out of touch with the games that the people are actually playing. That's why you're making up weird Tell examples. us what <laughs> games are people playing in the comment section. Let us, let us know. I can think of I had Fortnite. Nah, they're playing Fortnite. PUBG. They're playing PUBG. They're pl playing Call of Duty. Um, you guys can comment anything else, but I think those are the famous ones. Um, you saying all the I same games, of man. Clans. That's anyway, like the same type of anyway. Anyway, anyway. games are these. Okay, well. what else do people uh, play? Dota. Dota is the reason one. why you get into an obsession that is an addiction. Let me let me just finish this quickly. No. Okay. This is this is part of what you're saying. Okay. It, it's core. The reason why you get into that in the first place. Is because there's something missing. True. There's a lack of something. 
true. But I'm saying from a solutions perspective, when you have a kid like this, you start the starting point is like acknowledgement, man. Look here, this is where you are, right? When you bring the reality, this is I've seen this work. Tell him, right? Okay, put down. This is your 24 hours. Put down how much of that you're spending with the game. Then what else are you busy with now? Okay, school, this, that, and the other. They don't see the relevance to that because they actually see a future for them in the gaming. It's like not everybody though. I, okay. How no. many ladies are yes, playing yes. games? Now you're going to be played. That's what I'm games. telling you, Molina. No, do you hear what I'm room. asking? I'm asking how many ladies that play games see themselves as a gamer in the future and Go get paid for it. And ask them how many of you want to become oh, a professional serious? gamer. Besides huh? gaming, besides yeah. gaming, besides gaming, <laughs> and getting money from actually gaming. What high aspirations you we have. You see what I mean? These 33-year-olds, <laughs> Subhanallah, they're out of touch. Now we need to bring, we need to bring, we need to bring some youth into the show and actually to discuss with us. But yeah. just hear me out. Also, there's the, no the, judgment there's the thing about starting a YouTube channel. Yeah, we're easy. Now you're starting a, a YouTube channel. Everybody's watching you game. Whether you got picked to play on a team or not, you're monetizing in that way as well. So people see a lot of ways to actually earn me. I'm telling you, they see it as a as a viable no, option. But, uh, that's okay. Right? So now what I'm saying is, well, yeah. when, you, when you start to point out, just from a solutions perspective, when you start to point out the reality of things, will you act, okay, what are you doing? Is this, how much time are you spending over here? Okay, what else would you like to achieve? Do you actually want to get married one day? Okay, do you now have to have a relationship? Do you now have to have a conversation with okay, somebody? Okay, so you basically lay out all the details to them, yeah? And then? And then you break it down from that perspective and then start to iron out, okay, so what is the, what is the, what is the, the next step towards all of these other things that you want to achieve, man? And then? And then you start to you see what, for what, a lot what, of light what is, Ahmed is saying. I know what he's nobody's saying. Nobody's going to have these conversations with that kid. Yeah, yeah. that and, and then that's how many why, kids that's are actually going to respond to that. I'm telling you, when they actually realize it, okay, you know what? Then you bring the reality of, okay, so you dope school either way. Now <laughs> your parents take away your games because you're not even. Da, da, da. There's just different ways, man. And again, it's going to be a person to person basis because when you're sitting down in Ahmed, that, the reality is, man, youth don't have. The people that are going to do that for them. That's what I'm that's saying. That's what I'm talking about. We need mentorship. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. What works is sitting down with a youngster and doing this. Oh, exactly. Stop eating the table. Oh, sorry. So I'm getting the 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 mentorship. The mentor. <laughs> Life coaches reach out to people who have this type of perspective. You see, there's a lot of people. You see, I do it. We a parent, have a, a, a parent must be able to. to we have a, uh, money. Yeah. Knowledge of the problem, knowing where to go. I, I can't see this. It's going to be a handful of people that's going to do that. Well, I, I need to get a life coach look, for my child. I, I, I can I can actually suggest some, you know, things that I just, I find, I found beneficial in my own life. Can I just um, finish this? What I was saying. Okay, finish it. So, the Yo, reason, you're saying a lot. For I know, long. but it's because I'm passionate about it. <laughs> yeah, but there must and, be enough summarized. <laughs> I also want to join. <laughs> okay, tafadol. But, but my point is that there are people out there yes. who can help, right? Absolutely. Um, number one. But on, on what, what, what I'm saying is uh, on what scale is that going to be a solution, man? You know what I mean? If 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 it's not even recognized as a problem, because what Mona Zakaria was saying early on, and it makes a lot of sense, is that people don't see it. Parents don't even see it as an issue because you're not hurting anybody, you're out of danger, you're in the house, you're safe type of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So if you don't even recognize that there's a problem, mm. how are you going to reach out, pay a life coach to come and coach your lady? To, you know what I mean? Oh, but that's a, different, that's a different challenge. The different challenge is people not realizing it's a problem. I'm saying if you realize it's a problem, then the, then a solution is actually being coached through it or mentored through it. Do you understand? Yeah. And that mentorship can number one come from a from a good coach. Um, that mentorship can come from someone who you know has experience in a certain role. Um, and then beyond that, the awareness of parents. I think 
if they're not aware then we need to raise awareness around it okay sakaria uh, this is a very uh, good contribution I, i was actually thinking the same thing that lockdown kind of perpetuated this is the sadikas from Sadiqa fusion nizam's uh, yes mashallah ahlan wasahlan um so yeah yeah the lockdown really contributed people were locked up in their homes what could you do like nobody can really have a problem with you gaming the whole day because what else must you do yeah um but again to me there's some how of karate kid that like you know what i mean like wax on wax off yeah, all but, day but then also <laughs> paint the fence you, mona, you in the home yeah. because i was at home with my one kid mm. and sometimes you also wish there was like a a switch listen okay sleep yeah wake up man. so sometimes when you in people's space all the time and then it's not so bad for them to you know be able to do something on their own mm. but uh, you know one thing that i think is is, is important and it helped me growing up um and it is not that i was super into gaming and stuff i was always like a very social person alhamdulillah but i mean my, i know lots of people in my family that you know would have been very much into games and stuff like that but um it's having discussions man talking so like you know there's a time in the day when okay we eat together this there needs to be some form of discipline. that's a big problem no uh, families uh, don't communicate they don't have family time uh, it's like everybody eats in front of the tv or in front of their phones uh, So this again it comes down to the thing when something is lacking then you're going to find it somewhere you're going to look for it somewhere yeah. so I'm so I'm saying a simple solution to that is like as as families and I and I mean uh you know people with their parents siblings even cousins whatever they must just meet each other that meeting you know when you meet people you mm. also get releases of hormones but they can meet online <laughs> no that's what I'm saying meeting in real life game. look yeah. in real life and and you also release those hormones that you know that make you feel nice and, and yeah. all of those things um and you get some of that fulfillment out of that but through that as well man, you're interacting with other people and generally when it's a family circle there's going to be people who have greater maturity than you that can help you and guide you and yeah. stuff like that so, salim uh, you okay bro my history of games <laughs> my mommy came one day with the sega game oh man Let's say guys, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. say guys. Maybe bro, I was Sega. I was super stoked now. And my daddy came home from work and brand new game and he said, "Cool so. What is die? Wat hy dink nou weer terug na die winkel toe?" Oh. Like immediately. <laughs> it just like just unboxed. Uh yes, it was 30 odd years ago. The down giveaway 20 odd years ago. But I mean, but I mean at the <laughs> many a time the kids get to a certain age man and and this is just my how it is mommy and daddy need a break i want to go sleep a bit late after fajr but this lady is awake already and he's jackering me yeah take the phone go play a bit there yeah. then i can go sleep besides yeah. the gaming culture itself what is our contribution to the perpetuation of that gaming culture in the context of our homes <laughs> we can't speak about you know what is so much out there and and we can't speak for them out there uh. but i mean I need a bit of peace and quiet because I want to sleep for two hours, man. Yeah, yeah take the tablet. This is a very funny comment. What if I make that speech in Istighfar while playing a strategy game? <laughs> as long as you're uh, connecting yourself to Allah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. There were times when I watched a soccer game. Yeah, Allah, please make this team win. <laughs> no, look here. I, look here. I, I play Clash of Clans. I'm a Sidna. Mm. But okay, I don't play it a lot anymore. My team knows that. But sometimes, 
you know. Are you like a let down guy now? You failed the team. No, now maybe, now. possibly. Now in the worst thought in the thing is, Yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's quite <laughs> possible. But the thing is like, you know, if you, if you, if you think you've got a problem, you probably do, you know, yeah. as far as this is concerned. And uh, it's a difficult thing to strike a balance with because it, re it requires maturity. But I'd like to add a possible solution that I think is uh, somewhat overlooked uh, in this discussion so far is that the importance of physical activity, man, and sports. Get gonna, your kids involved in sports, man, like gonna, healthy sports. I'm going to jump in here. It, 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 no, you can't jump in. <laughs> look here. That's what I look, Looking like he's ready to jump from you, the first. One look thing here, you don't yeah, understand you, is that you say... I'm still you, talking. Just hear me out. Hope. No. Okay, Tafalda. We need to get them involved in sports because like Mona Zakaria said, communication, social groups, get them speaking. No. That happens when you play no. team sports. Uh, it needs to be done in a healthy way. And in a way that uh, is, is structured and you need to obey the laws of Allah, of course. But I think sports is very good. And, and, and I think Ahmed is going to get like to the fact that, that how do you get the child from there into sports? No, almost there. I, for the first time, ever, I agree with like all of I disagree <laughs> with all of you, right? Other than Mullah Salim, because he's kind of nodding with all of us at the same time. But my I point know, is, no, agree with him, that's, you with don't understand. I'm, I'm sitting with this where the parent comes and the parent knows. Uh, you must interact. You're saying, get them socialize oh, with people. You are saying, they must in, uh, have social activity. So those are solutions. But the challenge that's on the ground is, um, sorry, uh, you know, Coach Ahmed, I can't actually get my child out of that seat. That's a whole other problem. Again, so the solution, they can switch electricity off in that room. Yeah, look, at that's a whole different thing. Upskilling yourself as a parent, right? So one solution, number one, upskill yourself as a parent. We're facing a different set of challenges in terms of our youth. We can't use the same set of skills in terms of parenting. Yeah, that's absolutely true. We have a new set of challenges in terms of our youth. We can't use the same set of that's like skills very funny for me in terms of our parenting. Say it again. Uh, that, uh, that, that this comment, one? yeah, that comment is very good. It's very funny for me because look here, what he's saying, no? Okay, we'll first read a bit, you know? So, so, I mean, yes, Wait, before, before, before you say something, no? What, what I was thinking about that, what, what Ahmed just said now about the parenting. I was right? like holding myself in, can I please finish? Didn't you finish no. it? Yeah. Bro, Rob. Okay, look here. Let's just switch off. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you should start the <laughs> Ahmed Speaks podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, I, I think I had too much coffee. But, the, okay. Uh, okay, wrap one it up point at least. It. So the parents, number one, can't get the kids out there, right? So parents upskill yourselves. Number mm. two is get external help at ease there. Look for external help. Oh, Upskill yes, absolutely, yourself, Dr. Yusuf. Right? And then the youth themselves, it's not about getting them into these activities, it's getting them to understand the reality of these activities and the activities they're depriving themselves of. Because when a child himself gets a reality of, yo, okay, I need fitness at least a bitchy, that's when it'll start. Not when my parents tell me to go to gym. Nah, man, bro, you did have too much coffee. <laughs> nah, yeah, like I, I'm not Look, even uh, speaking about fitness and all this stuff, man. I'm just saying. No, even the social interaction. I'm just saying, yeah, you need to. People need to get taken out of that that alternate realm. Yeah, the, people the need reality. to understand they must leave that realm. Yeah, but they're not going to leave it whilst they're engrossed in it. They need to be. No, they need help. They need to get taken out of it. Um, I I want to just go back to that that comment. It's of, very of, important. Of it's very Huh? It's very yeah, important yeah. to, no, to know the, the comment of Sister Shana Sheikh that we had on the uh, which uh, one? Thing earlier. This one. Yeah, the, the idea of the lockdown, you know, because I said the lockdown okay, also yeah. contributed to that. The difference in, in, in this situation is as she says that she found it a good time uh, to be present because she was home. She could be that comes down to parenting. She could be yeah. mm. but like like I said, that's that mentorship that I'm speaking about. And it's something that is severely lacking in the world. Yeah. So so the parenting thing. 
um, in the last 50 years, 50, no? in the last 50 years, how much has the world changed? Yo, me bro. Just answer the question quickly. Okay. Completely. Exponentially. Completely. If I must talk to a youngster today about the world 50 years ago, they won't even be able to exactly. understand. Exactly. Without internet? So, without so 50 Wi-Fi? years ago, <laughs> the youngsters were like after my, what? My Elvis? Is that, is, that, is that about right? Elvis Probably Beatles? because I wasn't born 50. that time. Only Sally was around that time. No, wait, wait. Yeah. What is 50 oh. years ago from <laughs> now? Oh. What, <laughs> is, <laughs> what, what is 50 years ago from now? So you just feel the Buddha. What is 50 years ago from now? You can leave 50 years, man. 30 years ago. No, no. I want to go 50 years ago. You know why? 1970. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's go 30 years ago. Fine, 30 years ago. What the world, that you, the world that you know of 30 years ago was the world that your parents brought no. you up in. You can't use the same strategy. True, 100%. You can't use the same techniques. You can certainly learn from it and there's certainly values in there that you can implement. But you also need to step up because the, there are new challenges which you have to, which you have to, and look, all of us are in this together, man. Like, we're all figuring it out. Yeah, we couple 30-somethings and a lighty just sitting here trying to figure things out, you know, in, in a conversation. What's still about a uh, 40-year-old, 50-year-old mom, dad now thinking like, they don't even get the beginning of this thing. Where does this even come yeah. from? I'm sure there's people, if there's, That's what I'm if there's people listening to this thing, I'm sure there's old people thinking like, okay, I don't call them old people. You know what's the what's the uncles what, and aunties? No, what's the senior. what's the no Which what's word? the social what's Which the social uh, oh, media the PC the, the PC word? Huh? Is it geezers? That's a lot. It's almost No, here's a consoling thought: the parents of thirty years ago are just as confused about all of this of all of the challenges. Nah, I don't think so. As we are now of our challenges. No, nah, I don't think so. Sir. And and they dealt with it as best as they could. I don't think so. Why not? Neither what challenges did you have, what challenges did you have when you were 17 18 That's what I say the parents of that time had to govern uh, had to no, govern no, what what are the challenges What are the challenges Oh that's an awkward question Okay yeah. Yeah. No no what is it what, what are the what is Too much females. sports females Too much sports females drugs Yeah not gaming not, yeah. that wasn't okay. a challenge at the, the time Those are the challenges because you, you the gaming it. as we said earlier was more People interaction, man. It's two people next to one another playing Yeah, that game. wasn't it. You know what right. I mean? So, so gaming you, you wasn't You mentioned a, those issues, right? Uh, and those issues were maybe prevalent in society to a great degree. Mm. A lot of promiscuity was very accessible and stuff mm. like that, right? If I go ask my dad, what are the problems in, you know, when you were growing up? Isn't it tell me? Okay. It's in, the same in, stuff. In addition to apartheid, in mm. addition to apartheid and all of those challenges that they had, like, from that Racism, aspect, right? That was a big challenge. Yeah. But they can tell me also. Mm. The same females, stuff. There were drugs there. Mm. There were things like yeah. that. Maybe to a lesser degree. What I'm saying is now, the problems of of a completely different nature. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yes. Mm. You can still picture lighties in the 70s clubbing together and going to buy a hustler at the, at the shop. Maybe you know, wine, getting a, yeah. you know that, that's the access to pornography. Yeah, or wine, mm. or stuff like that. But and that's why, that's what I was saying earlier, that at that time, as a parent, you had to limit the access to certain... Can, can I ask a question? How many parents here that's watching now know about things like incognito mode if incognito mode means nothing to you yeah, just really just give a comment I, I would love to know incognito that's the one thing what what else no i can tell you this if your child have a password on their phone you're in trouble guaranteed yeah, i agree with you i put my head on the stable here that i mustn't eat but you did <laughs> if your child have a password on their phone they shouldn't have a phone if your child have a password in the computer they shouldn't have a computer 
Klaar. Yeah. If you can't access your child's device, then your child is in danger and need help. Uh, Sister Tahira, that wasn't me. I didn't present that workshop. I heard about it. I think it was Mullah Muhammad Ka. I can't recall, but it, it wasn't me. I did. I read the book though. Amazing book. Uh, make me strong fathers, strong daughters. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Read the book if you didn't. If you have a daughter, read that book. And I believe there's another one: strong mothers, strong <coughs> sons. Excellent book. Subhanallah, I had that. Na. I had the strong mother. Wallahi. I know I'm not a strong son, but yeah, yeah. the two of you strong mothers. Yeah, strong father, strong mother. My mom, you see the accent. I certainly had a strong father. You know what I just said now? If your child, if you can't go into your child's phone, your child shouldn't have a phone. My mommy had that. No, when there wasn't phones, she told us straight, "You can go to any of your friends, but I must be able to come in." There. If I can come in there with you and I can walk in and I can be there for a bit or I can walk out and I can come in at any time. If you're happy with me walking in and out of where you are, no problem, you can go. But if you tell me now I can't come there in, then, then you're not allowed to go. Just think about that. Now apply that to a phone. You give a child a phone. And I know a father who did this. He said, you can have this phone, my boy, as long as there's not a password on it. Yeah, I know parents who gave the child a, pass, uh, a phone and then at night they, they must hand the phone in. So they can use the phone all day. But then at night, at a certain time, they give the phone back and that phone can be accessed by the parents. Like, uh, you know, like they can actually check what's on the phone. So the answer, to be honest, the overriding answer is parenting. The results is never going to be in your hands. And this is what I tell parents all the time. I have to mention this. Brother Shamil, the, the, I don't think that this is the a difference about can't afford. Even if you could afford at that time, it's a completely different thing. What's that? There was, was a movie, there was a movie, Ready Player One. Is that it? About gaming? I don't know. I don't know. I just know yes. that recently there was a movie about gaming, but it's like we, we it's it's the, the raya of what we can imagine where this is going to lead to. Something about where society, uh, once again, I'm gonna, well, when I was doing that, now I'm gonna tell parents, don't. When society uh, no longer exists in the real world, everything is virtual. So you, you plug yourself in like the Matrix, man. You go in mm -hmm. and then that's the world you, you, you live in. Mm -hmm. That's your reality. Mm -hmm. Your dopamine, everything you get from that. Yeah. And you know, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell, you know, the overriding thing. I'm sorry for like delay, derailing this whole. Uh, no, nah, but you're right, man, because. You see, the, the mentorship element you're talking about is actually what? It's actually that parenting, that tarbiyah, that, you know, there's a yeah, process yeah, that the child must be it's in. It's not there. a derailing, man. But the, we spoke about this because the Quran speaks about ghafla no. and it speaks about yala'aboon. Yeah. No. And it spoke about the fact and mindfulness and playing. Yeah, and the end is drawing near. Your, 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 your reckoning is drawing near. Oh, that, 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 your... that other verse that I was looking at in Surah Hajj, the beginning of Surah Hajj. Oh. You know, like the, the very same. What did I say? I said that in the past, the verses were also there, but the meanings were different because yeah. of the context. Now yeah. we understand. And, the, you know, the hour will come while they are in the heedlessness turning about. Yeah. We understand it in a different way now. Yeah. The same thing with Surah Hajj. It will be like the people are drunk, but oh. they're not really drunk. Ajib. And you see now, I, I just want to put this out there, man. To parents, remember. No coffee for Ahmed before shows anymore, Kanala. I agree. Shukran. Yeah, but you're supposed to have the coffee like before at Sahur time. Sahur time. It's okay, man. Leave the, the coffee topic for another day because that's definitely derailing. Let me finish this point. Can I mute him? If anybody here thinks that I must mute him. Nah, nah. <laughs> from Quran, Surah Nuh, not Surah Nuh, Nabi Nuh, from Quran, I want to tell parents the following. As much as you're going to do, I'm saying, look at, do your best. The answer is, tarbiyah, nurturing, 
raising your kids, bringing that awareness to them. If you can't do it yourself, get external help, reach out to people. I'm saying I'm doing it. I work with people that also do it. They are circles, man. But I do agree, the challenges that this world has already put forward is far ahead of where we have even started with the solutions. But there are solutions that have started and there is help that you can reach out for. But at the end of the day, always remember this, that the result of what your children is going to turn out to be, Wallahi Lazim, is not in your hands. And I must say this because parents lose themselves and we don't understand that your children, I know I'm taking a slightly different turn, but your children is as much of a threat to your akhirah as wealth. People go down such a, an avenue, so overwhelmingly concerned about their kids and the results in this, that and the other, that they themselves neglect their responsibilities towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah, yeah look, you, but no, you can't, you can't, you can't blame yourself for, for that. You're only responsible for the effort that's in your yeah, control. No, look, and the reason I, I mentioned Abi Nuh, we're all trying to figure Abinur, it out. The reason I mentioned Abi Nuh is, he did everything he could and his son I'm going to give him a mic to take home yeah, no, and you know, record. I actually think, Ahmed, the reality, you know, just in terms of assessment of our reality is that that's by and large not the case. What is this? The, the bigger case in our society is not over-concerned parenting. Ah. The bigger concern is actually absent parenting. Or like absent parenting or uh, incompetent or, parenting. Yeah. Yeah, but and, uh, no, I'm not. No, there are, there are like definitely those people in the society, but and, and 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 it's important. You must never get cut up about it. The results always in the hands of Allah. Yes, that's all. Them. I want to throw another question to work. No, there is a master. Uh, just rectify. The reason I mention that is when you do something, you you're not absent parenting. Now you watch this broadcast or this podcast. You're listening to it, whatever. You realize, okay, I want to do something. You try something. It doesn't work. You stop. You give up. Now because you gave up. Simply we all see the comments. We all see the comments. Which one do you want? That second last one there. Ahmad for president. Look here, man. Ahmad for president. You must stop being so. What's the name of your mouse? Let me finish. Then maybe I'll make sense to the people. The reason I bring it up is because if you take into perspective, you don't have to stay on. You're more than welcome to log off with Nana, welcome to our people. We don't let him. Hey. If no, no, I'm saying you don't have to stay on. If this benefit, they must stay on. So. So if you take if you take into consideration that the results isn't in your hands, it actually motivates those absent parents to keep going, man. Because another reality I deal with these parents is say, look here, man, I tried, but nothing happened. So, you know, it's clear, man. The result wasn't in your hand. It's upon you to just keep trying, man. So the, those parents who realize now, maybe, okay, I should start parenting. Like I said the other day, um, I don't know if I said it on you on that other show, but anyway, I was saying that um, parents... No comment. Yeah, I mean, anyway... Um, being a mother or a father is a biological definition. Parenting is a verb. Bro, you said it. You did say it a couple okay, of yeah, times. Couple of so times. it takes action, man. You have to do. And 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 whatever little you're going to do, the result was never in your hand, man. Just keep doing. That's mm. the point I wanted to say. I want so to throw another question. Don't give up. Look for help. Uh, ask. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm clear. No, I'm going to switch my mic. Keep it for Wednesday. No, 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 no. My bro. Salim. Wait, man. You also not. Uh, Wait, you no, also don't have to stay. You listen. now said you're gonna switch your mic off. You couldn't even resist for three wanna, seconds. Salim, look here, people listen to this. There might be youth having listened to this, right? All the solutions we presented were for people to help those youth. But if there's a youngster, to me, if there's a youngster that listened to this podcast, that means he wants something good for himself. And why can't we speak about what solutions are there for the actual person that finds himself in that culture? And recognize it as a problem. Mm. You mm. want to talk about it another time? 
I'm just saying we are already talking late. So what is I say join a part-time Islamic institute and you'll meet up with a different circle of friends and you'll find out that there's a real world that exists. That's a very practical solution. Yeah. Um, there are people. Well. There are people who are just like you, who also want solutions, and this is a very positive place to find it in. Um, there are many, many options available online. No, you already got the online problem. You need to get. You need to get offline. Yeah, get into a physical class. You know, that's one solution that I can think of. Yeah. Uh, I, would also say I do think help. sports. You said. You said. Nah. You said. Oh yeah, But you lied. <laughs> um. I think sports is a very important one um, because you need to get, how can I say, you need to get out of that space, man. You, 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 you need, you're too sedentary. You need to get moving, you know, get moving. Oops. And um, yeah, that's two that I can think of. Yeah. No, that's actually where I was going to go in. And it actually stems from thinking about Surah Kaf. Mm. That those youth, yeah. they had a problem and the solution to their trial in faith was company. Mm. Um, and so, how does somebody get company, man? especially now youth that they haven't been in social circles. It's like maybe they're socially awkward. They don't have social skills. How on earth must I get new company? Like that's going to mean I have to talk to people like real people. Mm. It's actually great. Yeah. Not say SLM. So, 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 I mean, <laughs> what I would suggest is that I agree, part-time Islamic course, but that may sound intimidating to some, especially to young Yeah, absolutely. So, so I would say like, you know, especially if you, you in a youth bracket, Join some youth activity, like uh, like Mullah Muhammad calling him. They have my ink. Right. Join something like my ink, uh. um, so that nobody actually, when you come in there, nobody expects you to make friends with anyone. They don't yeah. expect you to know anyone. They don't expect you to do anything actually. Yeah. But I can guarantee you, you will make friends. Ahmed, you also run youth camps regularly, isn't it? So. Yeah, youth mastery. Yeah. So uh, no, no, not the, the the coaching thing. I mean, like actual camps. Yeah. Also. Okay. No, 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 so, so now he's doing it under youth. Oh, mastery. I see. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. The events, so, the coaching. So, so inshallah, Ahmed, if you want to know about the camps, uh, do you have anything lined up after Ramadan? Yeah, we can start the Isnad Academy camp also. All the youth at the Why not? The Why not? Let camp. us know if you're interested. We inshallah. We actually have a team of youth, right? That just like is busy leaving the. The teens, and at the end of the teens, it's actually been trained up <laughs> to work with other youth, with other youth in programs like this, man. Uh, and yeah, then, uh, join like the Ignite like, the Leader course, good vibes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at Fusion it's as nice, well. Nice, nice initiatives, mashallah. Ignite the Leader. And it, so there's, there's Fusion, there's Youth Uncapped, there's My Inc., there's Youth. Uh, this is my answer to saying there's help, man. Go out. And mm. his point of getting into one of these organizations is because they have activities that facilitate the interaction that you intimidated of. Mm. You intimidated by, oh, how much I go talk to people? If you join one of these youth groups, they actually facilitate the discussion. One and they teach that that the youth. That still uh, somebody's asking for me to place the info in the bio, please. We don't have info. We're saying like... Um, Just type the names no of the youth organizations. Oh, okay. I thought they meant of the camp. My Inc. Um, okay, so Sister Sadika... Uh, I'm sorry to do this to you, but if you can just type the names <laughs> of that places, I'll put the comment up on the screen, inshallah. And then, um, there was, yeah, so there's one thing all that, of them, that, that I think inshallah. is absent from our society to some degree that I that I think we'll, our society will do very good with family camps. We don't have that. We don't have it at all. Ah. We're like, you know, parents can do their own thing. You know, there'll be stuff for the uh, ladies, programs for the ladies, programs for the men alone, programs for couples, programs for you know, the children, like whole families, then programs happening for the children, teenagers, you know, young professionals, all like on one weekend mm. or like, you know, one long weekend or something, but family camps, 
we do it at youth master in you do family camp? Yeah, alhamdulillah. In the beginning of this year, we do had... Do you a, know that the Prophet predicted all of this? Mm. It's, it's an achievement. To wasilu al-atbaq, the dishes will be speaking to each other. No. person will leave their homes, not want to speak to the people at home, but will speak to their thighs. Achievement. To aradu fitan ala al-hasir, udan, udan. The fitan will be, will be presented to people on, on little square mats. Um... I'm so envious of Mizan's men's camp. You know, I actually spoke to Mullah Khalil about this. And I said, Mullah Naiman, this is not the right thing. What? We must have also, that's actually where I discussed the idea of those uh, those family camps and stuff. Mm-hmm. What Mizan? Okay. Um, because I thought we had a bit of the infrastructure to do it. So inshallah, maybe there'll be Mizan family camps. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll have a uh, Isnad Academy camp after, after <laughs> Ramadan. Okay, look here. Um, we are going to be Going into the last 10 nights of Ramadan, um, Monday. Monday night is the 21st night. It's the first possible Lelatul Qadr. That's very soon. And um, I, I, we, I, I'm inviting the brothers here. I, they don't know, but I'm inviting them to come and have the podcast in the, in the masjid there um, on the nights that we're normally on, inshallah. And then we'll have some people there. Obviously, we can only fill the masjid to the capacity that it's allowed, you know. Uh, there will be a program of Tahajjud. Maulana Salim will be reciting the full Quran in the last 10 nights. Inshallah. Inshallah. Um, yeah, and and uh, we we pray that Allah Ta'ala grant us a successful ending of Amen. Ramadan. Amen. And we must make a lot of dua, man. <coughs> because as much as we're trying to figure stuff out, no? No. the solution is, is with Allah. If Allah Amen. Ta'ala doesn't grant us his mercy, you know? Inna nafsa la ammaratun bisu'i illa ma rahima rabbi. The nafs will... So yes, we must continue the conversation. We must try to figure things out, but we must also know that there's, there's a higher power that's in charge of all of this. And he knows in his divine and infinite wisdom and knowledge why things are the way they are. We can... We, we puzzled. No one has all the answers. No one has all the solutions. If the world could change so rapidly in 50 years, who on earth could have played catch up? You know? But uh, we shouldn't give up hope and we shouldn't stop trying. But we must pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, yeah. Pray to Allah in these last 10 nights, man. Don't just pray for your own self and for your own lighties and for your neighbor's lighties. No, you must pray for the ummah. Look how the Ambiya used to pray. You know, look how Maria Malaysia used to pray for a child. Uh, I take refuge in you, O Allah, for her. This is Maryam's mother, right? I take refuge in you, O Allah, for her and her progeny from the accursed Satan. You know, I honestly believe that there must have been some great grandfather or great granduncle or someone who made a dua for me that, that saved my life from going down the and path that, that the I was going. Prophets, even Ibrahim, yeah, it was the norm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we have to have that concern because it's a different world, man. It's a different world. It's a reality. The Quran, look here. We can't look past this. All of us sitting here, we were highly affected by the Quran. That was my first thought was like, look here, get into an Islamic organization. Um, sorry, an Islamic learning institute, part-time, something like that. Because the Quran, even though we can't articulate it, but the Quran has the answers. Yeah, we didn't speak about, you know, the, the secondary challenges that come from living online, but inshallah. 
ان شاء الله سالم از لوكينج ات مي وذات تاكزين از لايك زكريا اي ثينك وي ماست ميبي جست دو لايك ا سبيشال سبيسيفيك بودكاست رايت وي كان دو ذات افتر رمضان فولوينج نمبر 1 ليت ذا يوث ذيم سيلفز مينشن ذا تشالنجز لايك اكشلي يير ذيم لايك اف اتس اباوت ذيم بوت اوت ذيم ذيم از ات ريلي فور ذيم So we get them on the brothers At Majid Al Munawar, back in the day, we had end of year things like Ariya, so still part of it. So, so how is he used to come? I mean, if you think about it, right? We had a New Year's Eve thing for 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 children at the mosque. <laughs> at the mosque, yeah. And we, people thought, who's going to come in? Because all the masajid, and not all the masajid, but all the places are closed. Islamic organization, everything is closed. Everybody's on holiday, so people thought it's going to be a colossal failure because who's going to want to come there? Mm-hmm. You guys know it was. It was extremely popular and well received because with, ga- with gaming and all. with gaming with adventure yeah, everything uh, amazing exactly. race why because it was a genuine alternative yeah. and that showed that people are looking for alternatives you know yeah. it's just very and, difficult and, and, to and run that type so of stuff so much out there for any look at just really like put my number there in the comments there's a fresh alternatives for all the spectrums okay, like yes, young girls this program specifically designed for them young boys parents if you are struggling as a parent there's a lot of help man i'm saying like there is so much out there and if you are reaching then just like drop me a message we can direct you to one of these organizations or one of these people that are capable to assist in that regard yeah i don't have your number there right now but i'm going to put on uh, my number because i have it already in a comment oops no it's my brother's number <laughs> <laughs> I saw it somewhere now. Type it through them. There we go. There we go. There we go. You can just send a, a message, voice note, etc., and then I will I'll put you in contact with all of these things. Inshallah, we will talk about this again. Jazakumullah khairan for joining us. Um, for those of you who, who stayed and 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 really want to go sleep, <laughs> Allah bless khairan barakah in your sleep. Um, for those of you who are falling asleep already, Allah Taala grant you a noom salim. Amen. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Muhammad subhanallah bihamdi subhanak allahumma bihamdik nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.